Welcome to the Waste of Webspace podcast, episode 11. This one is entitled No Traces of Meat or Dairy. And no leather trousers. That's right, because this will be a vegan episode because it is World Vegan Month. So we'll be talking vegans today at some point. Uh, but first of all, uh, welcome back to the kitchen, Fisher. How are you doing? I'm very well, thanks. We should say this is Waste of Webspace episode 11 featuring... Oh yeah, Jimbo. And Fisher. There we go. 11th. Uh, so what, what can number 11... That means every member of a football team could technically get their own episode each. They could well do, or a cricket team, or any other team that's got 11 members. Who now? But uh, we've got quite a bit of uh, things outstanding from last episode, haven't we? Uh, one such thing is we, for some reason, this is a common thread whenever we do podcasts. You decide partway through the podcast that I should go and do something between the two podcasts. And on this particular occasion, you asked me to go and find out where the word Bobby Dazzler derives from. <laughs> and it is a person or thing that was considered quite remarkable or excellent. Um, it derived from 19th century, hence the word to dazzle. Remarkable or excellent, and no one has any idea whatsoever um, where the name Bobby came so, from. So it didn't come from um, Rudy Dazzler, um, as we discovered last week in your true or fact, uh, true or false game. Yep. Um, we, it's, it's not from Rudy Dazzler, who was a German sportswear designer. Nope, who invented Puma. Um, and Adi Dazzler invented Adidas, very similar to his name. Yeah. Rudy Dazzler invented Ruder, that then eventually changed its name to Puma. Not that it particularly sounds very similar. Obviously, I am here with Jimbo, who originally created the brand Umbro, didn't you? Is that right? Um, don't think I did. You don't think? Oh, not, well. not from what I remember, anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I'd like to mention at this stage, well, we do a few mentions as well, because we do have a few people listening to the podcast, would you believe? Yep, and we're at the stage where we can individually mention our listeners. So, first of all, I'd like to mention James Giddings, who uh, is somebody I work with. Um, he's listened to the podcast, would you believe? And, and not only that, I'd like to mention him because he's a poet, he's a published poet so i don't know what that says about man your podcast but we're reaching a very intelligent literate audience no doubt so a big shout out to uh, james giddens uh and i did tweet his book as well which is uh, everything is scripted um is he does a poetry book so there you go a bit like we do podcasts he does poetry well yeah we're, we're not scripted though we just make it up as we go along sort of <laughs> yeah. yeah um but anyway the other shout out is for mark uh, who works for a company in sheffield doing data protection so he's always very sort of security conscious but thanks mark 52 of albert road he's just turned 30 um, and I know that because I went out for his uh, 30th birthday on the 4th of November. And I know he's 30 because his birthday is the same year as mine, 1987. Okay. Which, as a coincidence, is also um, his pin number backwards. Oh, fantastic. So... On to our... What are we doing first? Oh, we're on to the coming up section. So what have we got coming up in today's podcast, Fisher? We have been trying to plan it for two weeks, so yeah, we well, best tell people what we've got planned. Uh, well, we've got our apologies of the week coming up. We've got the In the News feature. We've got a little bit about World Vegan Month. And at Jimbo, this time, we'll be doing the Irregular Regular feature, or whatever it's called. And it's also worth mentioning as well that there will be uh, no traces of meat or dairy products or leather trousers in this podcast, apart from the section where we are talking about World Vegan Month, because it might be the case that at that stage... We have to mention meat or dairy because we're talking about vegans and the fact that they don't eat meat or dairy. So there could be some traces of meat or dairy there and possible leather trousers. Well, yeah, it's impossible to talk about something if you don't if you actually have to mention it and not talk about it, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. And 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 the vegan feature will also feature in today's irregular regular feature or regular regular feature. Okay, so it's moving on to Apologies of the Week. Um, 
we felt last week's podcast was a little bit rusty, uh, and I suspect this week's may well be exactly the same. <laughs> but uh, there we go. And uh, but one thing we did want to apologise for. I don't think we mentioned Halloween quite enough at the time. So while I was uh, flicking around through Twitter the other day, something Halloween related um, popped up on my timeline, and it was to do with the National Football Museum. Um, and they've got some kind of trick-or-treat-themed um, game on at the moment, or they're doing a display to do with trick-or-treat and Halloween. And uh, they tweeted some football team's badges. So I wonder if, you, if I'd name the, the badge that you've tweeted, if you can work out the football team, Jimbo, if that's yeah, OK. Yeah, that sounds all right. Um, so first one, Manchester Undead. Manchester United. Yes, yeah, fairly fairly basic, that one. Pretty poor as well. It's, it's very poor, yeah. Hence, hence me doing this, don't worry. Um, <laughs> it gets worse, don't worry. Uh, Manchester Creepy. Manchester City. It's Manchester City, yeah. Um, now, this one, see if you can guess this. Trick or Treat Hotspur. Tottenham Hotspur. It's Tottenham Hotspur, yeah. <laughs> now, this one, there is, a, there is a bit of a connection here. It's called Chet Hell. See, Hell. hell spelled... <laughs> Do you have to keep guessing these? They're yeah, fairly yeah, you, obvious. You don't have to guess that one, no. <laughs> For Liverpool, guess what they've done? Um, uh, l- 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 blood pool or something like that because uh, I worked there for Blackpool yeah uh, lizard pool is what they've right, done okay, yeah. I'm not sure lizards are that well known in terms of Halloween but, but there we go for for West Bromwich Albion they've gone West Bromwich Albion so we'll give them that that's a re- reasonable oh yeah reasonable no that's, that's not bad um, for <laughs> what do you think they've done for Everton um, no idea they've gone for Evertomb which I'm oh. not sure tomb, yeah, tombstone oh, yeah. terrible even though they've done Chelsea, they've gone for Arson Hell. Right. Use the word hell again in there. For this next one, Frightening Ghoul Albion. Yeah, not so good. That's, that's prob- we, we could maybe do this yourself next year and send us send them our ideas. I think it would probably do a slightly better job. I don't know why they've not gone for Frightening Hove Albion. Well, I don't know. Would make more sense. But to finish this one, now, we're fans of Sheffield Wednesday. What do you think oh, they, they went really for? Oh, do they really feature? They feature Sheffield Wednesday. Are they the Wednesday. only championship club that feature? Funny, they're the only championship club <laughs> to feature, such as their might and supporting sport base. Is it, is it Sheffield Wednesday Adams? That would make a lot more sense. <laughs> they've gone for Skeleton Wednesday. That's terrible. It's even worse than them all. <laughs> Skeleton Wednesday. But I'm glad we're included in the... Uh, maybe they planned this last year when they thought Sheffield Wednesday might get to the Premiership. That must have been the case. And In which case, um, I wonder if they're planning for us to be in the Premiership next year. Probably not. Um, but I've got an apology to make, Fisher, because last week I realised that you came round, we are in a kitchen, and I said we had great facilities and all that, but I didn't even offer you a drink. Now, I'm going to offer you a drink today. I'm going to pour you a drink, whether you like it or not, because Belgium Blue... Um, the Bradfield Brewery's uh, famous sort of seasonal um, beer has been released in the last couple of weeks. Well, now, that... I'm not trying to... I'm not. We're not being paid by Bradfield Brewery or anything like that. We kind of wish we were, but we're not. Um, but it is one of my favourite beers, and I think if I'm going to serve you anything up, we're technically past bonfire night now. We can start thinking about Christmas. You deserve a Belgian Blue. What do you think? Well, thank you very much. I mean, obviously, when Brexit hits, they'll stop being Belgian Blue. But uh, for the meantime, let's enjoy it while we can. What will they call it after Brexit? Um, they'll... They'll probably just call it Foreign Beer Blue. So, while I pour you a drink, Fisher, of Belgian Blue, um, would you like to get on with the news? Uh, yeah, so there's been quite a lot in the news. Um, not very much of it has been... I just say, don't spill this either, because this will bring our podcast series to a very quick end. Yeah, if all of a sudden part with the podcast you see it... <laughs> I don't mean the podcast equipment has broken or one of us has had too much Belgian blue to drink. But uh, there's been quite a bit in the news. Um, the good news is, in the unlikely event that one of your favourite celebrities actually managed to survive 2016, 
In 2017, they have most probably been outed either as a tax dodger or as a sex pest. <laughs> well, um, if, you've, if, you, if, if, any, if anybody in the media has got through a week, uh, or, or as a politician, has got through this week okay, then you, you've done well, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, although uh, I'd, I'd sleep tight uh, until next week, because uh, God knows what's going to happen. But um, we've had uh, Jared o, a local Sheffield MP, Jared O'Mara, um, he made sexist comments um, about Jamie Cullen being sodomised by a piano leg, I think. Uh, he also said that he would uh, kick Sarah out of Girls Aloud and invite the rest of them round to his house to have an orgy with him. Okay. Um, and then when he became an MP, do you know what he did? He accepted a position on the Women and Equalities um, Committee. Now, don't you think it might have been a sensible thing when they said, do you fancy doing this job? He might have said, uh, I'll, give, I'll give this one a miss if that's all right, because uh, I might have said a couple of things. I'm not going to bring them to your attention, but it's probably best I don't put myself in that position. And if anything, you'd have remembered this and at least tried to cover over some of the, some of the history of your tweets. You can delete tweets, can't you? I'm sure you can. Uh, I'm sure you can. I think he left most of these comments on an internet forum. Right, um, okay. Doesn't really sound like he's much for equality, bear in mind he wanted to get rid of one of the ones from Girls Lad. If he was for equality, then he'd have all of them there at this orgy with him, no doubt. <laughs> but, uh, yes, that was uh, that was all um, a, a bit of a scandal. Uh, we also had Defence Secretary Michael Fallon resigning. Um, I don't think we've had full details yet of what he may have done. Um, and we had Michael Gove making a joke about Harvey Weinstein which was in fairly poor taste. I mean, we're talking here about a man who's misled the public for a number of years and has uh, done some quite terrible things. Uh, and also he made a joke about Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> um, and then Kevin Spacey as well. Ah, yes, Kevin Spacey. So um, the star of a Netflix docu- film, well, not film, sort of a, se- a Netflix series um, that's quite popular and has got towards the end of the season that everybody's looking forward to and... They're probably going to have to cancel it. There's a bizarre subplot that's appeared with the main star being involved in a, um, a sex scandal. Um, and he also, and as it happens, he plays a politician as well. He, he does, yeah. <laughs> so just, it could actually be quite realistic. Yeah, he, he's, he's so in character. He must be a method actor, clearly, he's been going back for about 30 years. But I think what happened was, for a number of years, people had said, Kevin Spacey, are you gay? And he said, it's nothing to do with you. I, I'm not making any comments on that. My personal life is personal matter. And that's fine, isn't it? Yeah. And they said to him, Again, Kevin, uh, are you gay? And he said, that's nothing to do with you. It's a personal matter. I won't be drawn on it. And then he said to him, Kevin, have you sexually abused uh, a 14-year-old boy? And he said, I am gay, yes, I am gay. <laughs> that's um, not what we asked. <laughs> yeah, that's not quite the question we're asking on this particular occasion, Kevin. Um, so that's, uh, that's probably not gone very well for him, has it? A little bit more then, uh, just just we want to. We've kind of done the, the sort of big news that had happened, but then we've got to talk a little bit about the sort of showbiz news as well. We mentioned the week before last day, uh, Bruno Tognoli uh, decided not to show up for, uh, for Strictly Come Dancing, did he? He decided not to. He, he was too busy. His work schedule was too busy, so he didn't turn up. Uh, and then the next week, on the first live series of The X Factor, Simon Cowell wasn't there. <laughs> it must be like a trend that, that uh, you know, Simon Cowell must have been watching for, oh, well, if Bruno can do it, then so can I. Do you think Louis Walsh sat him down before and said to him, Simon, you're not going through to live shows. <laughs> we can't take you through. I'm really sorry. Did they remove his chair or something? Uh, well, apparently fell down the stairs in the early hours of the morning. So, um, you know, we've had a bit of Belgian blue, but how much think he'd have? Right, well, yeah, there you go. I mean, what, yeah, with Louis Walsh, obviously, I mentioned you know, this joke about him you know, saying this time, Cal. What do you think happens when Louis Walsh gets some medical results coming through? Do you think the doctor sits him down and says to him, Louis, you were diagnosed six months ago. 
And now I've got to tell you, it's not good news. It's great news, you've got the all clear. Well, that's what he does to people on the X Factor, isn't it? Every time. And actually, he's been using that joke for that long, that, that sort of, those phrases for that long, that people are, as soon as he starts off in a bad tone like that, they're starting to already think they're through, aren't they? Yeah, it must be the case of, as soon as someone says to you, as Lou Walsh says to you, it's not good news, you must think, yes, get in, I've got through, <laughs> come on! <laughs> So, it is World Vegan Month. Uh, Fisher, how much do you know about veganism? Absolutely nothing. Uh, not, well, I thought you were doing this. With, I thought you were planning all this out. Uh, whoops. Oh, well, never mind. Um, well, I know very little about it. I know that you're not meant to have uh, dairy. You're not meant to have um, animal products in general, which can cause a bit of problems, for example, for certain uh, cricket players, uh, because it causes a bit of a problem bowling with a leather cricket ball. Oh, exactly, yeah. yeah. So what, what, what happens in that situation? Do we... Uh, well, they just have to play anyway. I mean, can't <laughs> so they, they can't be truly... Well, they, they have to just forget that, the fact that... The, 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 is it really leather now, the cricket ball? Is it, it is, yeah. It's oh, always right, been leather. Okay. I mean, you, you'd look a bit silly if you turn up in the middle of an international match and say, can I just bowl with this tennis ball, if that's all right, please? <laughs> well, just a few things then, because, uh, you know, after doing a bit of research on vegan... Because it's World Vegan Month, and I've wanted to feature it as part of the podcast. Actually, I was, I was quite surprised with some of the facts that, that came up about it. So I'm not here to sort of say you know, veganism or, you know, what a waste of time or messing about. I'm not even to say that at all because actually there's a lot of, like, serious things to do with veganism that you'd be quite surprised at. So there's obviously a lot of health benefits as there would be to stop eating meat and things that come from animal projects. There's obviously a lot of a lot of benefits to be had from having a healthier lifestyle and eating like that. But then there's also a lot of, like, environmental benefits as well. Mm-hmm. They say there's a lot of, sort of, um, benefits to the environment. Uh, just a few facts then um, that I don't you might want to sort of pass comment on, maybe, I don't know. Uh, agriculture... Uh, animal agriculture causes an estimated 18% of all greenhouse gases. Uh, well, I think a lot of it comes from, a bit of my own knowledge here, uh, it comes from cows, doesn't it? Yeah, because cows, uh, that's 150 billion gallons of methane a day. So A day? A methane, we're talking, yeah, cows all together in the world, 150 billion gallons of methane a day. Uh, methane is uh, basically fart. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine light in that, where all the cows lined up. <laughs> well, I was thinking that, because there's a lot of facts about, you know, the, the animal sort of, uh, you know, sort of cow production and all that kind of thing for meat and dairy and everything, that causes a lot of the environmental problems in the world. Now, if, if what they could... Now, I'd be quite up for veganism if, and, and sort of not eating cows and beef anymore... If they decided, right, let's have a couple, let's have a long bank holiday weekend and we'll have the world's biggest barbecue, get rid of all the cows, and then that's it. Well, I was just thinking, I mean, we've just had bonfire night this last weekend. Wouldn't it be great next year, get loads of cows lined up, 150 million tonnes of meat, a billion gallons of methane, set that off on one go. What a a display that would be. (laughs) But then, then again, you, you think about the sort of you know the benefits to to not uh, having all the meat production and stuff because they say that it affects water as well, and that for example, one steak takes seven thousand five hundred liters of water to produce. That's apparently how much water it takes to produce one steak. Well, I'm glad I don't have to pay the bill on that. <laughs> um, a dairy farm uh, with the 2,500 cows produces the same amount of waste as a city of f- uh, 411,000 people. So there is a lot of uh, sort of benefits to, to the environment of us cutting down on how much meat we eat. And I know that World Vegan Month is currently promoting a, a meat-free Monday as a first step for people to try and cut down on their meat intake. But hopefully that doesn't encourage people just to go out and meet eat twice as much more meat on the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yes, it almost sounds like a Craig Davis song, that, doesn't it? <laughs> no meat on Monday, twice as much meat on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. But, I mean, could could you do it? Could you do, could you go without meat? Is it something you could do? 
Well, it's not just supposed to be vegans. It's not just meat. It's all dairy products. Well, yeah. So it includes cheese, You've got um, to think of milk, cheese and, yeah. butter. Leather trousers. Leather trousers, we yeah. Uh, which we actually did a poll on, didn't we, on Twitter. Have you got the details up there? Uh, I haven't, but I think... Um, well, no, basically I haven't. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's no, no, no way looking for it. Okay, uh, so so we did a bit of a poll on Twitter a couple of days ago, uh, and it was basically about what would you miss the most if you became a vegan. Uh, the options were bacon, chicken, steak, or wearing leather trousers. Do you know what came out top? I'm quite surprised, actually. Um, steak. Fair few, fair few votes on this one as well. No, it wasn't steak, it was chicken. Was it? Um, 10% of people, though, said they would miss wearing leather trousers. Mm. That's a fair amount of people uh, wear leather. Do you wear leather trousers? Have you uh, ever done yourself? No, I only wear leather, leather shorts. Well, um, <laughs> that's perfectly normal. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I quite like chicken. I, I would have liked chicken tonight. I mean, sorry, chicken tonight, not chicken not a tonight. promotion of chicken yeah. tonight. Okay, fair enough. Um, but they do say, I mean, like, you know, whenever you uh, have a vegetarian come round for tea, maybe, you would always prepare them a vegetarian dish. Now, imagine if it was the other way around and you was a pure meat eater. That's all you ate. You didn't eat veg or anything like that. Would they do the same for you? Would they Would they, meet a, would they make a meat dish for you? Quite simply just pile up a mixed grill for you. I think it's probably <laughs> I'm, unlikely. I'm sorry, I, I can't I can't eat that uh, that risotto. Uh, I need meat. I'm yeah. a meat eater, you know. Please give me sausage, bacon, um, and just as much on there as you possibly can. Chicken wings, drumsticks. <laughs> What I'm going to do next is I'm going, sticking with the vegan theme, uh, I'm wanting to ask you about some celebrities who may or may not be vegan, and you have to tell me if they are vegan or not, okay? Okay. So, first of all then, Morrissey. Is Morrissey vegan? I would have thought Morrissey is a vegan. Meat, okay. He didn't sing Meat is Murder. He did sing a song right, called yeah. Meat is Murder. What, well, what does that make, sort of like lentils and corn? Is that just like <laughs> wasting police time or something like that? <laughs> well, the, the, the interesting thing about Morrissey is that he, he did sing a song about meat being murdered, but he also uh, made a comment uh, and compared meat eating to paedophilia, which hasn't been a hit single yet. Um, I think it was more of a statement than a song, that one. Um, but that was quite a comparison to make. Uh, what about Ozzy Osbourne? Um... I, I, I would have thought he's a meat eater, surely Ozzy Osbourne. He ate a bat on <laughs> that, stage. That's what I was telling yeah. yeah, he did actually, he did bite the head off a bat, um, yeah. a, a, allegedly. Um, he's not He's not a vegan, but he has tried, uh, he's tried it on quite a few times to stop eating meat, become a vegetarian or a vegan. He's tried it a couple of times and never quite managed to stick with it. Um, but the interesting thing about the bat story is that he, thought, he didn't think it was real. And there are rumours that he actually had to be treated for rabies because of that incident, because he bit the head off this bat not knowing it was it was real. But what did the bat have to be treated for after it had been touched by Ozzy Osbourne? Okay. Well, right exactly. Uh, Brian Adams. Uh, I'll, I'll just say, Brian Adams, he could be a vegan, yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah. It, Brian Adams is vegan, although he once uh, gave in and he had a rasher of bacon. He was distraught and was heard saying, please forgive me, which is also one of his songs. Yep, yeah. uh, what about Sinead O'Connor? Um, Sinead O'Connor, I would have thought, thought she probably is a vegan as well. She is a vegan, well done, yeah. So she says she doesn't miss eating meat at all, apart from a good chicken stew. She says nothing compares to stew. Um, Jay-Z and Beyonce. <laughs> um, I, 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 I think they will not be vegans. How come? Um, because they are, they've got 99 problems, but the meat <laughs> isn't one. Well, it could have been the 100th problem. Yeah. Um, but no, um, Jay-Z and Beyonce are not vegans. They did both try it for 22 days as part of a challenge they set themselves, but couldn't stick to it. Uh, they especially like their steaks. Beyonce particularly likes her steak with an onion ring on it. Um, <laughs> Sean Wilson. 
What's that? Sean Wilson from uh, from Corrie. He's Martin Platt from Corrie. He was in it from uh, up until 2005, from the beginning up until 2005, I believe. Uh, Sean Wilson, what do you think? Uh, I see no particular reason why he would be a vegan, so I'm going to say not a vegan. Okay, and you're wondering why I picked him as well. Yeah, go on, tell me why I picked him. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, he's not a vegan, but actually, did you know, he now makes cheese for a living. He's won awards for it and everything. I did not know that. Well, well there you go, you know it now. <laughs> I take it not being on Coronation Street doesn't pay very well, then. Well, no, he's, he's, he's winning awards for oh, well, cheese yeah. making everything. Well, yeah, I suppose he's earned a fortune from making cheese, then, yeah. yeah. Do you think, did he pack in being on Coronation Street to make cheese? Not 100% sure, to be honest. So, so he basically went from soaps to cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, yeah, there you go. Uh, Bill Clinton? Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I think he'll uh, I think he'll have anything, won't he? Um, I would say he's not a vegan. You know, he is a vegan. Is he? It? But he had to do it for health reasons. So I think uh, maybe he, he had to do it as part of his, his dietary requirements. But then he, he, I think he went full vegan because he thought, well, I might as well if, if I'm making all these changes anyway. I think he's claiming he's had to do a fair few things for health reasons. Uh, Leona Lewis? Uh, I would say vegan. Yes, she is. Yep, yeah. former X Factor winner is a vegan, with the exception to some eggs. She says she'll only eat them uh, if they come from an ethical farm, uh, so long as they've got the eggs factor. Hey. And finally, Stevie Wonder. Um, I, I, Steve, why would Stevie Wonder be a vegan? Particularly, um, I would say he's not a vegan. He is a vegan. Uh, he does say though he does miss uh, on, on the occasion. He does he does miss some elements of not being a vegan. Uh, he says he used to uh, dine on veal and liver. I'm yours. Did you like that? I did very much so. Okay. I can't help notice that during that feature, you actually claimed at one point this was meant to be a serious podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was trying to lure you into a, a false sense of security, but I, actually, for those that are listening that, that, that might be contemplating becoming a vegan, or maybe are vegans, I, actually, re, reading about it, it does surprise you, actually, especially the environmental stuff and the health benefits and stuff. So there's a bit of seriousness in there, but I did want to lead on to a bit of a fun game, vegan or no vegan. Maybe it could be a, a nationally played game in future. Hey, well, with the run-up to Christmas... People's families will be sat around the coffee tables on Christmas Day playing something. They may be playing vegan or non-vegan. And that was, uh, by the way, our regular, irregular feature, which I failed to introduce. Now, I'm also thinking for our podcast uh, that maybe we could get somebody to sing our intros to our features. So if anybody is listening to us who's a particularly good singer... Um, or or not, not, not even good. Just wants to give it a go. If you, or even if you just like to associate yourselves with us two, I mean, who wouldn't? Well, then we're happy to to have you your recording as our intros on our podcast, and and let everybody know it's you or not. If you're not that bothered, yeah. If it's rubbish, then we'll even we'll claim it's your worst enemies, and we'll report you to the X Factor, and you could be on there next year. Yeah. So um, I think that's almost it, uh, but we have got time for our social media update. We've been doing some polls, haven't we? We have, yes. Uh, uh, I'm so not sure if we want to read out the results of the polls that we've so, done. So, well, this this week as well. So we, we, it's it's just been the Paradise Papers, haven't they? Released a panorama documentary and the the, the the leak about the where tax havens have been and things like that. So we did a bit of a uh, a bit of a sort of poll on that, didn't we? We did. Uh, it was revealed that uh, some stars of Mrs. Brown's Boys. Uh, which included one of Mrs. Brown's real-life daughters, uh, had paid around £2 million between the three of them into a bank account based in Mauritius, and then the company in Mauritius loaned the money back to them. Uh, but it was not expected that loan would ever be repaid. Um, so we said, what are your thoughts on that? 
Um, should they pay it back? Should we put them in prison? Uh, would you do it if it was you? Or they were paid how much? <laughs> well, this is te- they, they can't be put in prison, can they? Because it's it's not illegal. It's avoidance? Not... No, is it avoidance that's illegal? Or evasion's illegal? Evasion's illegal. Avoidance is, and they're quite they're quite good at, at, at reminding people of that, aren't they? Yeah. Well, I suppose that when they do a news report talking about someone uh, just having tax arrangements, they have to make it quite clear that they are not doing anything illegal. And the stars of Mrs. Brown's Boys have not done anything remotely illegal. And we would like to clearly point that out uh, for anyone listening to this podcast. Um, and the, the winner was that thirty six percent of people were quite shocked at how much they're actually being paid in the first place. Um, another person who was actually um, involved in this again, he didn't do anything legal whatsoever. Was Lewis Hamilton? He uh, he avoided or got a refund uh, on VAT on a private plane uh, of about three point five million. Uh, a couple of things that I noticed about the story was why does he even need to have a plane anyway? Because he can drive places quicker than anyone else, surely. So he could be able to get there in good time. Well, he does like to cut corners. So he does, yes. Whether yeah. he's doing that with his uh, accounts as well. Yeah, uh, he obviously isn't. No, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Clearly, he isn't because he's not done anything wrong and not done anything illegal. Um, You're one of them. <laughs> he, um, the, the interesting thing was, his spokesman came out today and said that there was nothing secretive about what he was doing. But I couldn't help notice. Do you know what the name of his company is called? Go on. It is called Stealth IOM Limited. <laughs> so if you want to claim you're not doing anything secretive, don't call your company Stealth would be my main thing. And also Bonfire Night. Yes. We did a poll on Bonfire Night. I mean, people say that we're stuck in the past, but we are not stuck in the past. But once a year, we'll go out and celebrate something that happened about 405 years ago. I mean, surely the notion that we now celebrate Parliament not being blown up. Well, the, is... the, 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 I found something interesting about this the other day. Uh, up until 1959 in the UK, and I think you can go and research this if you want, because I, I, I can't get my head around this. I think it's one of those like, medieval laws that was never removed officially, and it kind of stayed there hidden, and nobody really abided by the law or anything. But apparently it was illegal not to celebrate bonfire night up until 1959 really so you had to technically by this old medieval law you had to celebrate bonfire night up until 1959 well that's that's i am shocked by that i, I imagine um, the law wasn't really up you know it wasn't really nobody really policed that law um, yeah. in 1959 i think they had a lot more of a, <laughs> other issues and i think they actually stopped celebrating bonfire night during the war as well yeah. Can you imagine that there's a knock at the door oh my god make sure it looks like you're celebrating bonfire night it might be <laughs> policemen outside but, we haven't got a guy put Grandad yeah. on there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's so like, surely the notion nowadays that someone didn't blow up Parliament uh, is a, a ridiculous thing to celebrate. But interesting fact about Guy Fawkes: Do you know what name he gave to the police when he was spotted? When so, someone caught him and said, "What are you doing? What is your name?" And do you know what name he gave? Was it Sean Wilson off Coronation Street? I'm he, a cheesemaker. He didn't. He did not use that. He didn't have the foresight that, to say that in 400 years' time, Sean Wilson would be doing that. This is genuinely true. He said his name was John Johnson. Right, okay, yeah. So all that creativity to get this get these fireworks loaded up and then moment of improvisation, bang, what's your name? Uh John Johnson? Well, you, you say that, you, you know, it, it, it was a good bit of improvisation. Maybe he could have come up with something slightly better. But um, he actually, before he died, he's known to have, um, to avoid the sort of pain of the um, execution and all yeah. the things. He's known to have apparently jumped to break his neck and paralyse himself so they didn't have to feel the rest of the um, execution, basically. Oh, right. Okay. Well, I didn't know that. Well, <laughs> you, you do learn something interesting in our podcast. So there we go. Uh, but we've, have we got a roundup of our social media as well? Yeah. So people's favourite part of Bonfire Night. Uh, the winner was 45% with fireworks, which apparently they've uh, been called to ban again. It always comes up this time of year. Should we ban fireworks, home displays, all that kind of thing? 
Yeah, I think uh, I do sometimes see on the news that um, a firework factory has been set alight, mm-hmm. and you just see like fireworks shooting out of the building, which makes for a spectacular display. I always wonder. I mean, imagine what would happen if one of those factories, you know, those candles you can get on your um, birthday cake, don't blow out. Imagine if one of those set on fire. <laughs> it was impossible to put out. Well, we've we've had a we've had a message from um, from a lady who says that yeah, the, the firework displays, particularly home displays, uh, should be banned. They are dangerous, and that's from uh, Mrs. Catherine Wheel. <laughs> Um, so we've got uh, we've got a roundup anyway in terms of social media. We're going to try and put more polls up there. Do we know how many followers we've got around? I think it's about we've cracked with the thirty. We're on the thir- we're on thirty. Um, we were on twenty last week. We, we ma- well, I think I'd, I didn't do a proper count last week. But, All right, but we're up there now. We're on thirty. Yeah, I think um, we're, we're trying to get rid of the, some of those right wing groups that uh, followed us due to the uh, old England flag I had as the logo. Yep, we've got a new. Uh, I'm not sure quite what you call it. We've got pictures out. We have faces of ourselves in cartoon form. We have um, the website address, of course, waste of web space.co.uk we're now since last week we are now on itunes we're on TuneIn. we're on overcast fm we are on all sorts of different things so stitcher any sort of podcast platform we're pretty much out there now yep but no one listens to us and you can subscribe as well you can subscribe so you will get you can download us into your pocket how lucky can you get and keep us there which is i was gonna say it sounds a bit rude but previously you could just stream us from your pocket so what's the difference exactly and 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 you can guarantee that the, the two people you are listening to today, we are not either film stars or MPs, um, and we are not likely to be accused of anything anytime soon. Yep, we pay our tax. Uh, we are not sexist. Admittedly, there's not actually any women on this podcast, uh, but that's nothing to do with that. So, <laughs> but we have we have got a baby girl sock on the microphone. We have <laughs> as, as a win as a wind sock, a makeshift wind sock. Yep, to try and filter out that sound, we've got Jimbo's daughter's sock on the microphone. I think that's all we've got time for. Okay, thank you very much. We'll see you next time.